What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Inferno Insider Podcast. I'm RJ. I'm Tyler. We have a very special guest today. We have the Hannah Salem, student body president. Hannah, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me today. Thanks for being on. Um, for those of the, the, our listeners that don't really know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a senior this year. I study public service and public policy. I have a minor in women and gender studies. I'm an Arizona native. And... I am the student body president, as you mentioned, for the Tempe campus, and I have sincerely loved my time here at ASU, and I'm really sad to leave soon. Let's get right into the the questions. Tyler, why don't you kick us off? All right, Hannah. Let's start off at the beginning of your ASU journey. Why ASU? Why did you choose to come here? So I love and hate this question because (laughs) you're going to hate me for this, but ASU was not my first choice. I actually thought that I was going to go to the U of A because I'm from Tucson. My parents loved going to the games. We had family friends that sent their kids to the U of A. So it just seemed like that was the next step for me. Um, I actually am a first-generation college student. So uh, t- for me, what the ultimatum that I gave myself was I'm going to go out of state. If I don't go out of state, I'm going to go to the U of A. And somewhere along <laughs> sometime during my senior year of high school, uh, I got peer pressured by my friends who all had gotten into ASU saying that I was the only one out of our friend group that hadn't applied. So I applied. I got into Barrett, the Honors College, and I did more to explore, which is a program that you get to stay with students here at ASU in their dorms. They take you to a basketball game. They show you around the campus and it really is a preview of the student experience and I loved it I just came to terms with the fact that I was going to be closer to home than I had wanted but it actually really ended up working out in my favor and I love ASU and I'm like the biggest diehard Sun Devil now um, even though I am from Tucson so You know, you can always make the switch to the better side. (laughs) Did you ever think about what what life would look like if you were at U of A instead of ASU? I have thought about this because my best friend that her mom and my mom grew up together she actually went to the u of a she's two years older than me and she really made the most out of her time at u of a um i think i would have been okay if i went to u of a it's all about what you make of your own experience but i would have never treated what asu has given me for u of a unfortunately <laughs> were you involved um, in student government and stuff like that in high school or is that something you kind of discovered when you came here I was, and I think that's the reason why I joined student government here at ASU. I didn't really know what was out there, and it probably is a bad thing that I kind of came into college with tunnel vision, and I told myself, you know, I want to continue my career in student government. So during Passport, um, at the beginning of the year, I was searching for the student government table. I met this girl who at the time was the internal operations director and she was the one who was in charge of the intern program. She really talked up a big game about student government. And so I applied, I got into the intern program and that's really where I started. Was that the first thing you did when your first involvement at ASU or was there something before? Yes, this was my first involvement. And then eventually I joined a sorority and went through the recruitment process. 
What was the journey to the position that you hold right now? So I started out as an intern, like I mentioned, and got to work under the vice president of policy at the time. And I really enjoyed policy work. Uh, My background is in policy. So my sophomore year, um, I actually ended up running the intern program, which was a little scary because I thought my internal operations director at the time was a junior. She was also a teaching major. So she was really, really experienced in teaching and kind of guiding uh, new students through the process. And I didn't think that I was able to do it because of my age and not being super experienced in that. But I applied and I got that role. And I'm so thankful for it because it made me I've I've always have had this infatuation with teaching, um, but that was like my first experience getting to guide a group of students through this new um, experience coming here to ASU and also learning about what student government is and what they could do. And obviously that taught me a lot of project management skills and overseeing a team of people. Um, And then eventually I wanted to go back uh, to something more policy focused. So my junior year, I applied to be the civic engagement director And that was huge because that was during the 2018 midterm elections. And what was really cool about that was I was also working at the Arizona State Senate at the time. So because we had such a huge young voter turnout in the 2018 midterm election, that totally changed the senators that I got to work with at the Capitol. So it was really cool seeing the work that I was doing here at ASU affecting the work that I was doing at the Capitol. And I obviously still really love this organization and I was finishing my time at the state capitol and I needed to figure out what was next so I felt like running for president was the natural progression I felt like the experience that I had accumulated um would work in my advantage and I had a different vision of what I wanted this organization to look like so I took it upon myself to run and um I am so thankful that I had that experience because it really felt like I was running for city council for like a, a city or you know getting to campaign um getting to campaign amongst 70,000 students is a really, really unique experience. And I will treasure that forever. In a weird way, you've kind of contributed to my involvement in in stuff. So I met one of my really good friends, Max Fees, at my orientation in April, my senior year of high school. And he was the director of outreach at the time. And he would talk about his director of internal affairs, (laughs) Hannah Salem. That was me, yeah. And then... Because that's how I met Max. I asked him about USG. I asked, how do I get involved? Um, Still got cut from the intern project. Um, Rita, if you're listening to this, (laughs) Rita, if you're here. It's okay. You're here now. And that's (laughs) all that matters. (laughs) But I just want to throw that out there that part of the reason I'm in USG is because what you did for Max and then what that in a weird way got me into everything. So thank you. That, That means a lot. So what what was the election process like? Like describe, I guess the that whole thing. Cause it's what like a one two week process, but it, it happens. It is quick. the best and worst two weeks <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> it's it was really challenging. Um, to be completely honest, I genuinely don't even know how we did it because 
me, my vice president of policy, Trey, and my campaign manager, Carla, we were all working at the state Senate at the time. So Carla and Trey were working two days a week. And the other two days that they weren't working at the Capitol, I was at the Capitol. And Nikki, my vice president of services, was actually student body president at the time while we were campaigning. So we were juggling work, our USG involvements, other involvements, school, definitely not sleeping, (laughs) for sure not sleeping. And something that we did was we really were trying to connect with as many students as possible. So we went and presented to different clubs and organizations. We were setting up one-on-one meetings with individual club leaders or anybody who was willing to listen to what our campaign had to offer and trying to build momentum with our supporters. And I think what I found to be the most challenging besides balancing everything else in my life was a lot of negative comments that were said and which are it's super natural um, with any campaign regardless of if it's a school campaign or um, a position for the federal government I am and that was really hard to navigate but I think it made me a lot stronger as a person and it made me realize that I needed to focus more on the positives of this whole campaign than dwelling on the negatives and so it really did change my perspective of like even if anything bad happens like we always need to be looking um, at the positives and that's really what kept me going and um, I'm really grateful for the three of those individuals on my team because I think I would have been a mess if I was doing this by myself and um, you just learn a lot about people and yourself during the campaign process and I I don't know. I think I, it's made me realize that maybe I don't want to run for actual office (laughs) Um, because it was, if those two weeks were tough, I can only imagine like actually running a campaign for two years. Um, But it's all about the people that surround, that you surround yourself with and um, your team is super important. And I'm so happy that my team is absolutely incredible. How did you go about picking, like, what was the process for picking Trey and Carla, Nikki? What what was that process like for you? So I feel really lucky because I felt like they all kind of came to me in a weird way. So I had actually asked somebody in, I think, October of my junior year to be my vice president of services. And long story short... I think it was maybe December or beginning of January, uh, they had backed out. And I was like, okay, well, now I have nobody. I'm like a sole team. And around that same time in October, I had always known Carla, but we, and we were sort of involved in the same things, but we had never really officially met until she started working at the Capitol. And one time we had um, gone to the same event. I drove her home and she asked me, you know, what are your plans for next year? Insinuating that I was probably going to run for president. And I told her that that's what I wanted to do. And she said, okay, I'll run your campaign. And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, like, I'm good at this stuff. Like, let me do it. She literally, I'm, I can hear her saying this. She literally said, I'm good at this. Let me just do it. And I said, okay, I like this boss woman energy. This is what I need. So I said, okay, you can be my campaign manager. 
also keep in mind that I don't have my team like fully formed yeah. yet. And I got the opportunity to do a two week study abroad in India. And that's where I had met Trey my junior year. So we went to India in December and I think I knew Trey for a total of five days at this point when I asked him to be my vice president of policy. Uh, we had talked a lot about his background working in other organizations here at ASU. He is involved in all of the other things that I'm not involved in and we just complemented each other really well and he had similar aspirations that I did in, or in terms of what we wanted student government to look like, what we want the future of ASU to look like for students. And I remember we were sitting at on the roof of this college and I said, hey, I'm thinking about running for president. I want you to be my, v my VP. What do you think? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I've never been involved in student government. I don't really know a lot about student government. He took a while to um, <laughs> say yes, and it took a lot of convincing for sure. But, um, yeah, I. that's basically what happened. And then um, when Nikki found out that my original person for vice president of services dropped out she I had texted her because I didn't know what to do and she said okay I'll be your VP of services and I said this is not I didn't ask you to be my VP of services and she goes no I'm going to be your VP of services like again, again like same <laughs> same with Carla she's like I know what I'm doing let me do it and I said okay so <laughs> I can hear it yeah <laughs> in a way like it really worked out perfectly and the four of us worked so well together during the campaign I'm surprised we didn't get annoyed with each other and that just proves that we were a great team and like it was seriously like the best way to build this lifelong friendship with the three of them as someone who's kind of gone through the the voting process and obviously you hold your title now what would you say to the student who doesn't feel like their vote matters or what would you say to someone who's kind of on the fence of should they vote for a student? I think your vote matters in any election that you participate in. Um, and I, I can understand that it's frustrating when you feel like your vote doesn't matter or you feel like the people that are elected don't do things for you. But... I think in particular, like something that I want to stress is the more local the election is, the bigger the impact it has on your life. And I think sometimes people get really caught up with federal elections and federal politics. And yes, of course, like every level of politics has an effect on your life, but school politics, city council, state level government that's that that's the those are the levels of government that are going to affect you the most and those are the votes that are actually counted and can make or break somebody being in a position by less than five votes um for when we're running for executives or when we're running for an executive team, I should say, you know, we do have a runoff, you need to get 51% of the vote. Um, if you don't get 
51%, then we go into a runoff. And that's when the top two teams have to compete again. And then the whole voting process happens. But um, for your senators that represent you and your college, you know, not a lot of people participate in uh, voting for those seats in particular. And then a lot of people end up becoming frustrated with us when certain things aren't getting done on time. And so um, I really like to challenge people to actually participate because really the power is in your hands and in the voters' hands. And if you want certain things to be done a different way, then you need to actually pay attention and get out the vote and tell your friends to vote. And, you know, I know it's hard to be super involved in school and pay attention to politics, but these are the things that affect you. And so you really shouldn't be angry when things don't go your way if you didn't participate in the first place. For those people looking to become more, more knowledgeable, I guess as we look ahead to, to when the the next year campaigns are kind of announced, where is a good place for them to go? Is there a website? Do they do Facebook pages? What What is a good place for them to kind of learn about the candidates? Absolutely. So we do have an elections website. I'm, yeah. I can try pulling it up real quick yeah. if you want to keep talking. We have an elections website and that will say the names of all of the candidates for the executive teams and Senate, um, as well as the candidates on other campuses as well. So if your major is on the downtown campus, then you will be voting in the downtown elections and same with the other campuses as well. Um, I think the state press is also a great way to stay informed. They typically do a lot of voter profile or sorry, candidate profiles on the people who are running. But also, if you find someone's name that's running for Senate or on the executive team, find them on social media, find their emails, ask them questions. I mean, this is the best time to really um, really see who is the best person to represent you on the executive level as well as um, on behalf of your school because um, lots of things happen in student government to say the least and we always try to do our best to represent our students the best we can but sometimes we don't get as much student input as we'd like and so this is your chance to have your concerns heard to actually talk to the candidates and hopefully vote in the people that you want to represent you for the next academic year and for that website it's eos.asu.edu forward slash student gov forward slash elections i'll throw that in the bio too for anyone okay. that's interested yeah. i'm sure you can just look it up yeah ASU i just typed in asu elections yeah so cool cool yeah getting knowledgeable and then voting i think is, is huge and it's something i think over the last few years uh, there's definitely been a big push for it. and i think there's there's been success in that i think there's still a lot of work to be done i think there's a lot of students that, that don't even know elections happen but but i think there is has been a lot of growth um so awesome um so let's let's talk about you a little more personally Looking back at your time at ASU, do you have a memory that sticks out to you? It could be with USG. It could be personally that, that you are going to take with you, I mean, once you graduate. So two things come to mind. My first memory that's sticking out a lot that I absolutely loved, this was seriously like the best day that I've ever had at ASU was my junior year. It was um, during the midterm election when we had the ballot center at PV West. And 
It was the craziest thing that I have yet to witness in my whole life. Just students waiting in line to cast their votes for the midterm election. There was about a three to four hour wait time. There were candidates that came out and wanted and came to speak to ASU students and people brought their dogs. We had food, water. Um, I heard a lot of people saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so close to submitting my ballot and I have to leave for class, but I'm going to come back. And I have never seen anything like that before. Like I've never seen so many people at ASU come together because they wanted to see change happen. And that was incredible. And that that night made me realize like this is what, this is why I do what I do. And I think we really underestimate the power of the individual and kind of going back to voting. Like this is why everybody should care um, because things really do happen when we come together and act as a collective, but it really does start um, with the individual action. And my second favorite memory is obviously winning my campaign. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Gotta gotta throw that in there. Um, I was so nervous. I had left work early that day and I, I felt really numb because I didn't want to be excited and I didn't want to be sad without knowing what was actually going to happen. But I could feel a lot of suspense and anxiety entering my body and just being at Old Main and seeing all of my friends come out and support me and take time out of their busy schedule to listen to the results and having everybody wear our pink shirts was... Which someone stole from me. I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) We have to do a reorder or something. But yeah, that was just incredible and I'm I'm so grateful for that day and it really did show like putting in the hard work for two weeks and not sleeping uh, paid off. So what motivates you? It's a vague question. Um it's my middle name. <laughs> I think what motivates me the most is knowing that my parents and my parents and my ancestors never had the opportunities that I've had and I think I know for a fact that my family is really proud of me um whether that's academically or professionally, personally, but they've done everything in their power to give me the life that I have. And I want to honor that and make sure that I'm taking advantage of those opportunities and being the person who is able to create those opportunities for other people. And so that's really what motivates me is making sure that I'm leaving things better than I found it and you know, sticking up for what I believe in because times um, times are really different in comparison to when my parents were growing up, and so yeah, just making sure that I've I've being really I'm really grateful for the opportunities that I've had, and I think it's really important to pay that forward and give those opportunities to other people as well. With that, what do you want your Sun Devil legacy to be? <clears throat> 
I think that's a good segue because I want my legacy to be um, that everybody can leave this place better than how they found it. And I think everybody has a unique opportunity to contribute to the overall well-being of the university, um, whether that's in really small ways or really large-scale things. But nothing goes unnoticed at this university, which is absolutely incredible considering how many students we have. And I think as long as you're willing to put the time and effort and, you know, you care about whatever you want to do, it can totally happen. What's the best piece of advice you could give to someone that's coming into college or someone that's looking to get more involved? So I told this to myself starting my senior year because I realized that my time was running out. But my advice would be say yes to anything and everything. Mm-hmm. I have tried really hard to follow that this year and I have done so many things that I never wanted to do or never thought that I was going to do, but it has been so much fun and I'm so happy that I did these things. A few examples are intramural sports. I don't do sports. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've never caught a football in my whole life. Um, so yeah, you, you can ever just catch one in intramurals either. I don't think so. Hey, threw, I really don't think so, but I tried. Though. Yeah, I threw, I never caught the ball and all of my senators knew that. I was like, do not throw this at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, intramurals, um, going to different events, hanging out with friends. I've been able to meet so many new people just by saying yes to new opportunities. And I highly suggest starting that way earlier than when I did because I am really regretful that I didn't get to go to as many sporting events or I didn't um, really partake in as many ASU traditions as I did this year. So say yes to everything. Take care of yourself. Get eight hours of sleep because you don't want to be sick. Except for election week. Yeah, except for elections. You know, sometimes you have to make sacrifices, but yeah, just just make the most out of your time here because time is precious and it goes by really, really fast. Would you guard the A again? See. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) That was uh, quite the experience. Do you want to explain what guard the A is? So guard the A is when the Student Alumni Association reaches out to different groups and during rivalry week and a half, uh, the idea is that U of A might come and paint our uh, A. Is it red or blue? Blue. Blue. Yeah. So they reach out to student, different student groups, and in partnership with them, they stay up there the entire night, they camp out, and they guard the A uh, from U of A students who are trying to do hooligan things. Right. So, again, my thought process <laughs> is USG, if, since I've been at ASU, has never painted the A, So let's say yes to this opportunity. Let's do it. It'll be a great team bonding experience. All I will say from the experience is that I was literally frozen on top of this mountain. It was so cold. I had leggings and jeans and sweatpants and a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a beanie. I was really layered up and I could not sleep on the mountain. I was freezing. Everybody else was not enjoying the cold either but it was an experience that i will take with me for the rest of my life um i had a good time 
I'm just going to throw that out there. Did anyone try and paint the A? No. Mm. Well, we did have someone, someone suspicious lingering, mm. but I don't think they were a U of A student. At some point, there was a guy at the very top who broke open a fire extinguisher and started doing it, and we thought it was it. <laughs> but it was just someone it's doing just a fire extinguisher. Just a random guy who wanted yeah. to... Oh. Every time somebody <laughs> came close to the mountain, we... Um, Aaron, my chief of staff, <laughs> would ask them if they could sing the ASU fight song because obviously the U of A students wouldn't know what the ASU fight song is. <laughs> do ASU um, students know it? <laughs> but I was going to say, clearly we need to do a better job of educating our own students mm-hmm. how to sing the fight song. Mm-hmm. So something that I've done on my account to help that is every director meeting, if s- our staff isn't wearing gold and they have to sing the fight song. So RJ knows the fight song now if mm-hmm. you want to sing it for us. Uh, next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> Something good came out of the garden. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah, it's a freezing but fun experience. Yeah, we, we did it two years ago with PAB. Um, yeah, and I was I was freezing. I brought like five, six blankets. They were not enough. No, not, not enough. enough. We you need some even... heaters or something yes. up there. Oh, that's a good idea. SAA <laughs> heaters. Yes, next year. All right. Final question, Hannah. What is next for Hannah Salem? That is a great question. Some things are in the works, but to be determined. She's been sneaky about it. Yeah, to be determined. All right. Sounds good to me. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) That's a wrap. You got anything else you want to say? Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Thank you for letting me serve as your student body president this year. It's been such an amazing journey and um, I will treasure this for the rest of my life. And I hope that everyone gets the opportunity to make ASU um, better than, or gets everybody gets the opportunity to leave ASU better than how they found it. Well, uh, I think I speak for RJ. Thank you because you've definitely done that. I think you've paid the way for, for bigger and better things for the university as a whole. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Tyler. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm not going to be soft on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With that, thank you for tuning in to the Inferno Insider Podcast. I'm RJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Hannah. Stay tuned for more information. Check out our socials for more. Keep those pitchforks up.